Consistency breeds belief. When you're consistently treated to the same piece of information, over time, you'll believe it to be true. And this is exactly what has happened to humanity insofar as vegetable oils are concerned. They've been touted as heart-friendly, and this message has sunk far deeper into the mind of the consumer. And it's almost practically impossible to reverse it and have the consumer believe otherwise. The vegetable oil myth has been around for long. And this article is an attempt from the nutritional science, to debunk the myth and present a different set of facts. Take a dive and unravel the conundrum for yourself. Back in the 60s and 70s, there was a new so-called health breakthrough that dictated that saturated fats should be crossed off the list of foods we should eat. Steaks and hamburgers were bad news, and in order to fight heart disease, we were told to avoid all animal fats or saturated fats, and only use vegetable oils like Crisco, soybean oil, canola oil, corn oil, safflower oil, and cottonseed oils. Everyone started using margarine made from partially hydrogenated seed oils, and vegetable oil for cooking, frying, baking, and so on. And there was Crisco a baking wonder. Doctors told patients who had heart attacks to avoid all saturated fats, meat, eggs, and butter, and eat only chicken and fish, vegetable oils and margarine. Foods and cooking oils that were vegetable-based were advertised as heart-healthy, including Crisco. But now, everything seems to have changed. Many health experts are now discovering that vegetable oils are significantly worse for us than sugar and grains. Vegetable seed oils are considered to be one of the primary causes of many inflammatory degenerative diseases, including heart disease, Alzheimer's, diabetes, and even cancer. And it's sad that many people who followed the advice of only indulging vegetable-based oils died too early way ahead of their time. This dietary change has likely killed millions of people prematurely and still continues to do so because most people just don't understand this concept, or blindly buy into the mainstream medical paradigm. However, there exists a huge disconnect between what nutrition science has established and what official dietary guidelines tell us to do. The nutrition scientists say that vegetable oils, which are a type of omega-6 fatty acids, are extremely toxic because they're connected to many chronic diseases. Meanwhile, governments and their predatory systems tell us that consumption of these oils is safe and sound. Many people including health experts believe omega-6 fats are considered an essential fat that's necessary in our diets. But, the fact is, omega-6 fats, which are polyunsaturated fatty acids, or PUFAs, are made up primarily of linoleic acid, which is actually very harmful to your health. Omega-6 fats have increased in the human diet from only about 2-3 to grams a day, 150 years ago, to over 30 to 40 grams a day in modern times. And they now make up almost 20% of our diets. This huge jump in omega-6 fats, coupled with the toxic end products from these fats, cause damage that many scientists now believe to be one of the primary causes behind the massive increase in chronic diseases, including obesity, heart disease, and cancer. By simply lowering your omega-6 intake to what your great-grandparents used to eat, you may be able to essentially eliminate most chronic diseases that are currently plaguing humanity. Total consumption of omega-6 fats regardless of the ratio is harmful to your health. Much has been discussed about sugar and processed grains as being incredibly harmful, but little is actually known about the dangers of processed omega-6 fatty acids in vegetable oils. Which are a fairly new addition to our diet, replacing the traditional fats that have been used for hundreds of years, such as ghee, butter, olive oil, coconut oil, and lard. And, how are industrial seed oils made? While these vegetable oils are labeled as natural, they're most definitely not natural. You can search the production process online and watch for yourself, and I guarantee you'll not find it an appetizing operation. 
soy, corn, cotton, safflower, and rapeseed. For canola oil, plants are grown for vegetable oils, using mostly GMO technology, coupled with heavy spraying with pesticides and other toxic chemicals. Once the plants are mature, the seeds are harvested and heated to extremely high temperatures, oxidizing the unsaturated fatty acids and creating harmful byproducts. The seeds are then processed with a petroleum-based chemical solvent, such as hexane, which maximizes the oil that can be extracted from the seeds. More industrial chemicals are added to deodorize the terrible smell that this chemically extracted oil contains. The deodorizing process yields trans fats a form of unsaturated fat created during hydrogenation converting liquid vegetable oils into semi-solid fat. Even worse, the oil has more chemicals added to it to improve the color. All of this very unnatural processing creates a high-calorie, nutrient-poor, inflammatory GMO oil with leftover pesticides, chemical residue, trans fats, and oxidized byproducts. Because the fatty acids in industrial seed oils are so unstable, synthetic antioxidants are added to help prevent oxidation and rancidity the spoilage of food due to exposure to air, light, moisture, or bacterial action, resulting in unpleasant stale smell, taste, and color. However, these synthetic antioxidants are not healthy, either. Synthetic antioxidants such as BHA, BHT, and TBHQ have endocrine-disrupting, carcinogenic, and an immune-disrupting effects. Additionally, TBHQ has been found to trigger an Ig, immunoglobulin E, response to some foods, which may promote the development of food allergies. The History of Vegetable Oils Before the turn of the century, two soapmakers named William Proctor and James Gamble created a new type of soap from cottonseed oil, which at the time, was considered a toxic waste product that no one wanted. Prior to this, soap was usually made from lard or beef tallow. The breakthrough came after it was discovered that when cottonseed oil was chemically altered and hydrogenated, it became a solid fat that resembled lard, aka Crisco. And a new market for vegetable lard was created. Soybeans became a popular crop in the United States in the 1930s, and soon much of it was made into soybean oil. Canola, corn, and safflower oil followed soon after. These cooking oils were very popular due to an excellent marketing and advertising campaign. In the 1940s, the newly formed American Heart Association received a large donation from Procter & Gamble to endorse vegetable oils as a healthier alternative to animal fats. The icing of the cake, however, was when scientist Ansel Keys presented his flawed lipid hypothesis, suggesting a link between animal fat, cholesterol, and heart disease. Keyes, of course pushed vegetable oils as the preferable choice to use, and the medical society and the public soon followed suit. As we now know, the hypothesis was flawed because he cherry-picked the studies he wanted to use, and his ties to sugar industry helped to further exaggerate his claims against saturated fat, and soon, the entire industrialized world was using vegetable oils and demonizing animal fats. How are different types of fats classified? In this section, we pay special attention to omega-6 fats, linoleic acid, and PUFAs, all of which are components found in industrial seed vegetable oils. Other healthier choices of oils include monounsaturated fats like olive oil and saturated fats such as lard, butter and coconut oil. Fish oil contains healthy omega-3 fats, including DHA and EPA. The topic of fats is somewhat complicated, but generally, fats are divided up into the following groups. Saturated fats These have a full complement of hydrogen atom. Examples include coconut oil and animal fats like butter, beef tallow, and lard. Monounsaturated fats These have a single hydrogen atom missing. Examples include olive oil, avocado oil, and nuts. 
polyunsaturated fats or PUFAs these have multiple hydrogen atoms missing. Examples include vegetable oils like canola, soybean, corn, sunflower, cottonseed, safflower, etc. These missing hydrogen atoms make PUFAs much more likely to oxidize, and the fat breaks down into harmful metabolites. Omega-6 vegetable oils contain a large portion of linoleic acid. Oxlams, oxidized linoleic acid metabolites, have a profoundly negative impact on human health. Oxlams are behind the oxidation in your blood vessels or plaque buildup that causes heart attacks. Note, don't confuse linoleic acid, LA, with conjugated linoleic acid, CLA. CLA is found mostly in grass-fed beef, while linoleic acid is found in vegetable seed oils. Many people think CLA and LA are interchangeable, but they're definitely not. CLA has many potent health benefits and will not cause any of the problems that LA does. The truth is, the total amount of omega-6 you consume is detrimental to your health and as long as you eat fish 2-3 to three times a week, you'll get plenty of omega-3. So, you mostly want to pay close attention to your omega-6, PUFA-S, and linoleic acid intake. Paul Saladino, the author of The Carnivore Code also discusses a lot of research that shows that it's the ratio of saturated fat to omega-6s that he thinks is actually more important than the omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, with higher saturated fat being protective, and higher polyunsaturated omega-6 fats causing the majority of health problems. Why are seed oils bad for you? First and foremost, our bodies do not recognize highly processed industrial seed oils. As Chris Kresser states, industrial seed oils are an evolutionary mismatch. Up until 1900s, humans never consumed industrial seed oil. However, beginning in the 70s, the average consumption of just soybean went from 4 pounds per person a year to 26 pounds per person. Consequently, these high levels of industrial seed oil consumption are ruining your health. The primary reason seed oils are so detrimental is that they contain large amounts of linoleic acid. When we talk about omega-6 fats, we are referring primarily to the linoleic acid, or LA in those fats. LA makes up about 60% to 80% of omega-6 and it's the primary ingredient that appears to spark the disease process. Seed oils, COVID-19, and ARDS acute respiratory distress syndrome. Seed oils are suspected to play a role in the development of ARDS, especially in COVID-19. One of the primary causes of death in COVID-19 patients is the development of acute respiratory distress, often brought about by an overreaction of cytokines and inflammatory immune reaction of the body. One of the key toxins that contributes to the development of symptoms of ARDS is called leukotoxin, which is made from linoleic acid by the white blood cells to kill off pathogens. However, leukotoxin is toxic to humans as well as pathogens. Leukotoxin is potent enough to kill animals if you inject large amounts of it. ARDS can be triggered by different pathogens, including viruses like influenza or pneumonia. You can also get ARDS from smoke inhalation or other toxic substances in the atmosphere as well. Doctors started noticing that patients being fed liquid diets in the hospitals, which are high in seed oils, such as soybean oil, were developing ARDS and the fatality rate from ARDS is generally 30% minus 60%. According to one researcher, Tucker Goodrich, feeding on seed oil-based liquid diets increases the rate of ARDS in patients. Seed oils and cancers. Each of the cells in your body contains a tiny powerhouse that generates energy, called the mitochondria. On this cellular level, excess linoleic acid consumption impedes the body's ability to generate energy in your mitochondria. Energy is necessary for all body functions and processes. And depending on the body part, 
the cell's mitochondria work best with specific types of fatty acids. These fatty acids can include LA, palmitic acid, another type of fat, or the fatty acid components from fish oil, such as DHA and EPA. The appropriate fatty acids in cells can be compared to a cellular alarm system that triggers cell death when something goes awry within the cell. If these fatty acids are full of linoleic acid, they're unable to signal and the damaged cells are not killed. As a result, dysfunctional cells continue to grow, and they can turn into cancerous cells. Animals typically develop cancer once the omega-6 fats in their diet reach 4% to 10% of their energy intake, depending on the cancer type. In fact, scientists can actually induce cancer in animal models by feeding them with seed oils. Most humans today are eating 15% to 20% of their calories from omega-6. So you can see there is likely a correlation. Our ancestral human diet is believed to have been made up of only about 2% minus 3% omega-6 fats. And when intake increases above that level, you'll see significant health problems beginning to emerge. When you consume too many omega-6 fats, you become far more susceptible to oxidative damage, which increases the risk of developing cancer. However, there are some research showing that when omega-6 linoleic acid is replaced with the oleic acid from olive oil, the cells become resistant to oxidative damage. Seed oils and diabetes. Research shows that mice fed on a diet high in omega-6 fats versus a high-carbohydrate diet, developed diabetes. The mice became insulin-resistant, leptin-resistant, and obese. Contrast this with mice who were fed a diet high in carbohydrates which we generally associate with the development of diabetes. These mice did okay. On the other hand, the mice whose diet was high in omega-6 fats had a breakdown in the mitochondria in their hearts. So, the conclusion you can make is that just by adding in seed oils, heart damage occurs because of a change in the fatty acids of the cells. Seed oils age your skin and increase risk of skin cancer. There is plenty of evidence showing eliminating seed oils from your diet will dramatically reduce your risk of sunburn and premature aging. People with a high intake of seed oils and omega-6 fats have increased inflammation, which in turn shows up as sunburn and sun-induced damage. Susceptibility to UV radiation damage is controlled by the amount of omega-6 consumption in the diet. Higher omega-3 consumption, coupled with lower intake of omega-6 has been shown to control how fast or slowly you can get skin cancer. High omega-3 consumption slows down or eliminates skin cancer, while high omega-6 intake increases the risk of skin cancer. Moreover, the inflammation and oxidation from sun exposure and high omega-6 intake also increases the breakdown of collagen, thereby speeding up the aging of your skin. Studies show that people with a higher intake of saturated animal fat have less photoaging of the skin, compared to those who have a higher intake of vegetable oils in their diets. What about heart disease? It has been drilled down into our heads for the past 50 or so years that vegetable oils are heart healthy and help us prevent heart disease. Nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, oxidized fatty acids from industrial seed oils appear to play a pivotal role in the development of cardiovascular disease. Researcher James Antonio has been working on a theory called the oxidized linoleic acid theory of coronary heart disease that presents a link between consumption of linoleic acid-rich industrial seed oils and cardiovascular disease. His theory includes pointers such as linoleic acid from our diet gets into blood lipoproteins, triglycerides and cholesterol the instability of linoleic acid causes oxidation. Oxidized lipoproteins activate microphages, which initiate foam cell formation atherosclerosis and cardiovascular disease. Industrial seed oils are also a causative factor in cardiovascular disease because it increases the omega-6 to omega-3 ratio. 
The high omega-6 to omega-3 ratio creates excess inflammation and dangerous clotting effects in the heart and blood vessels. And LDL the type of cholesterol that we've told is bad is only dangerous when it's exposed to high levels of omega-6 fats, which cause it to oxidize in blood vessels. Industrial seed oils are also harmful to your gut health, making conditions like IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, and IBD, irritable bowel disease, much more likely. This information leads us to the conclusion that high levels of omega-6 fats can alter your gut microbiome and increase GI inflammation, contributing to the development of IBS and IBD. Anyone with any type of inflammatory or autoimmune disease should avoid processed vegetable oils and instead consume only natural fats from olive oil, coconut oil, wild seafood, nuts, seeds, and healthy animal fats. How to avoid linoleic acid and omega-6s? It's an Herculean task to avoid omega-6 fats altogether. Because they're not just in the vegetable oil you buy in a bottle at the store, but in almost all processed foods, salad dressings, sauces, chips, crackers, cookies, bread and more. Most of all fried foods unless they're specifically labeled, are all fried in vegetable oils that are repeatedly heated. Restaurants and even home cooks often reuse vegetable oil to fry foods. When vegetable oils are heated time and again, the toxicity of the oil gets magnified. Repeated heating also depletes vitamin E, which is a natural antioxidant. This depletion dramatically increases the free radicals that damage DNA, proteins and lipids in the body. This helps to explain why fried foods are associated with high blood pressure, heart disease, and liver damage. Even meat, such as commercially raised chicken, which is fed high LA grains is high in this dangerous fat, and eating foods high in omega-3 fats may help, but will not eliminate the problem. Researcher Tucker Goodrich states, the ratio is not really what's important, what's important is totally avoiding the omega-6 fats. Avoiding all processed foods, especially fried foods, and only eating saturated fats or monounsaturated fats like olive oil is the best way to avoid omega-6s. What about olive oil? Sure, olive oil contains LA, but it also has other healthy fats that help to offset this. Olive oil contains oleic acid, which is one of the best foods for your body. Oleic acid is highly resistant to oxidation, which is why olive oil is much healthier to cook with. However, olive oil can contain varying amounts of linoleic acid and many olive oil types are cut with cheaper seed oils, raising the LA content even further. So, just beware how much olive oil you're consuming, it can be detrimental in higher amounts. Other healthy fats. Beef fat even conventionally raised beef is a combination of monounsaturated and saturated fats, and only has trace amounts of PUFAS. Grass-fed beef is higher in CLA, a healthy fat, and DHA, an omega-3 fat. On the other hand, chicken and pork have 10 times as much omega-6-LA content as beef, bison or lamb. So, if you want to be as healthy as possible, go for grass-fed red meat instead of chicken and pork. Coconut oil is another healthy saturated fat, just as are avocado and nut oils. Butter contains mostly saturated fat, some monounsaturated fat, and very little polyunsaturated fat. Grass-fed butter is also very high in vitamin K2 yet another essential nutrient valuable for heart health. Many people underestimate the profound value a healthy diet can have on every aspect of your life from picture-perfect health to raging energy, to body composition, and moods you name it. The importance of proper, well-balanced diet cannot be overstated. The onerous task is to sift through the plethora of conflicting information out there and make sense of it. Be sure to consult your nutritionist for best advice. I know you've come a long way with me. Because this article is fairly long, but it warrants, just so that you can make informed choices about your diet for a healthier, 
happier life. And if you find it life-changing, please share with the ones you care about. My profound gratitude for your time and patronage. Stay tuned for a lot more. Publisher's Note This article is for educational purposes, and does not purport to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any disease. Always consult with your professional healthcare giver.